if you as a codependent will continue on this road where you are fearful to share your feelings and when you actually do share your feelings, you condemn yourself or you allow another person to condemn you to where you don't want to speak up anymore. Or you want to act like everything is all golden and green. Then you will constantly be in a cycle of codependence. You will constantly be, okay, well, let me make this person happy so that they won't leave and that everything can stay good. And that is at the expense of your own self-respect, your own self-esteem, your own love, your own sense of self. Like you lose yourself when you're trying to shun yourself or push yourself down for another person. Through the gift of talking aloud, we are able to uncover what needs to be uncovered and understand what needs to be understood. Hello, hello. Welcome to or welcome back to the Purposely Venting Podcast. My name is Tony and I am your host. It is on this podcast that we believe there is nothing I can say verbatim to better run your life than you. We believe that you are the God center, you are the source. And by strictly and only going in, are you able to uncover those things? It's only my hope that you'll find something that I say interesting that it will spark your curiosity and motivate you to further deepen that relationship that you are trying to uncover within yourself um yes so i hope that you can find something alluring how is everyone doing happy hump day happy midweek this is my second wednesday in a row doing a podcast and a lot of the times i don't plan it it's just kind of like okay if the thought comes to me and i know that i don't want to forget like the topic i'll go ahead and do a wednesday episode but this is not something i do often you can catch me on mondays preferably um, where i drop new episodes and yeah that's what I love I hope the week is going good I hope the goals that you set at the beginning of the week are unfolding before you and that you are having an amazing week and if you aren't having the best of weeks I hope that you're learning you're going to learn a valuable lesson that you can take with you in the future but without further delay I'll go ahead and jump right into the podcast So majority of the time when I get on the podcast, it's never like something I write down or rehearse. It's always a topic that kind of comes to me through experience or through higher thinking. And I'm like, ooh, I would love to talk about that or share that with people. Um, And also just talking aloud for myself to hear. I got to be very honest with you all. So the discussion for this midweek is continuing on the topic of codependency and how we as codependents don't want to see people leave in a Earlier episode, I did mention like we are in a culture where we did see our mothers and our fathers um, in abusive, our aunties and friends, you know, neighbors in abusive relationships. And we vow we will not be that. We will not stand for any inconsistencies. We will part ways before broken hearts are obtained. And for the most part, we uphold that. But there's another piece that I feel is very essential when it comes to being a codependent, and that is... When you do find yourself in relationship with someone and everything's comfortable, it is very hard to leave that relationship or even put your foot down because that person may leave the relationship. Many times codependents, I would say a a big portion, a huge percent of the time, codependents find themselves in relationships with people um, that are not like dream partners. I mean, we... (laughs) That's just so bad to say. They're not like dream partners. They're not horrible, but um, they're not a preference. We're just in it because it's comfortable or this person has made themselves comfortable. So we just kind of stick to it and we kind of go with the patterns and all that other stuff. But a lot of the times we will not relieve a relationship um, because we do have abandonment issues. Like we do, hold, we a lot of us hold abandonment issues. And with that, we don't want to see someone walk away. Even if in a relationship, the relationship is not panning out the way that you want it to. A lot of us will stay in these dysfunctional, abusive sometime relationships because we just don't want to see the person leave. And I'm not one to say that codependents are victims. I don't believe so. I think codependents are just as equal as what, a narcissist, I guess. 
um, at upholding a relationship because we all have our, our dances. We know what we're doing. Most of us know what we're doing. We know what we're in is not the best. So hardly a victim. Um, um, and you know, if there's no like hero villain type of complex here. Cause a lot of times, a lot of us grew up with these movies where there was just one really bad person and one really good person. And a lot of us tend to see ourselves as really good people, but sometimes majority of the times we all have a part to play. We all have faults. We all, um, do the dance. And so that makes us just as equally as responsible as the next person. So when I say these things about abandonment issues and us wanting to stay in a relationship, it's not to make us the martyrs and the victims It's more so to call attention and awareness to the situation. Um, definitely what I'm doing. So I recently find myself thinking about, uh, something that I feel is definitely of, of importance. And that is this topic of just um, not wanting somebody to leave. And it does go beyond a romantic relationship. It goes to platonic friendships. Um, it goes to um, family, all of that. It doesn't have to be just a romantic relationship. And I realize a lot of the things that I do are a lot of the reason why I will not go off in my own feelings or I won't ju be justified in how I feel or even like bring to the table with how I feel or stick to how I feel is because I know that if I bring it up to the next person, the person who's actually, I feel done some offensive act, I feel like they will not own their part. And not only that, they will try to flip the situation on me. And that leads me to like not wanting to talk to him about it because I feel like, well, what's the point? Like, you're just going to make me feel bad about myself. And for the longest time I've, I've done this day, dance where I have gotten offended by someone and I'll just get upset and I'll pull back, which is not the best thing. But then in me pulling back, I would expect for that person to come and get me and the person will not do it because they have some sort of self-respect or self-esteem or like forget you type of complex. And so I will just like have to get over my feelings and try to find some way back to them. And with my tail in between my legs. So like I would have to be the one to apologize as opposed to like them apologizing for their ridiculous act that they've done. Um, they will find me apologizing in a situation or just sweeping under the table, which was never fixed. So I find myself in a lot of these situations. And right now, the person who I am in the moment, I am not the person who's going to come to you with a, like, if I know that it's something that's, let me tread lightly. So if I know that it's something that you know that you did, or you know, that wasn't favorable. And I know that, you know, and we can agree on it based off of the energy and how things are in the room. I will not come to you and be like, well, you did this and you did that. I'm not that person because I already know, like I said just a minute ago, you're going to try to find a way to flip it on me. And there's going to be something that you can find to kind of bring to the table too. Well, you did this and you did that. Well, everything stemmed from you, you know, type of stuff. So uh, I don't do that. So I made the decision, I think yesterday to not put myself in positions where I feel like I will be disappointed or compromised. And obviously that's not a realistic thing because, you know, life is full of disappointments, ups and downs. But when I'm, I'm talking more so in the respect of a person that you've been around, a person that you've had a conversation with, and that person still continues to do the same thing, or they know what they're doing and they still choose not to point it out or apologize or do what they need to do. I hope this is making sense to someone. It makes sense in my mind. And I hope that I'm communicating effectively. But that's what I'm talking about. So I had a friend who did something and I won't say the, what this particular friend did. And I felt as though the friend did not handle it appropriately. And I kind of like gave room for the friend to do something and the friend still didn't do what needed to be done. And then in the, in the process of me having this conflict, um, I realized that this friend does a lot of that, you know, is a lot of disappointment from this particular friend and it, it will be easy to like, you know, 
bring it up. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's not because I've already had conversations with this particular person about that and to no avail. So in my mind, I said this as a codependent, the next step is to gather your self-respect, like gather your self-love, everything that you can in your goodie bag to help you to stand your ground when you are going through hard situations, such as the possibility of losing a friend or romantic partner at the um, expense of you sharing how you feel. I know a lot of us struggle with that. I have a hard time with sharing how I feel, period, because I feel like I'm going to lose people. And that, that's what makes me hold back. But then once I realized this yesterday, oh, okay, I might lose this person if I act, you know, act angry or if I show emotion or if I do all of that, it made me feel even more sick to my stomach because as a recovering codependent, every day I'm striving to do something different. And this is a difference that I can do. Like, you know what, standing where you are, it's okay to allow people to come to you. You don't always have to go to people. And if you're always going to someone, then that lets you know that the relationship is one-sided and you don't need that. You really don't need that. There's other romantic interests. There's other friendships out there. If this person chooses not to own up, then, you know, they will not be of importance in your, my life, you know, and this is strong talk for both of us, but that's the mindset that I'm, I'm pretty much going on because if you as a codependent will continue on this road where you are fearful to share your feelings. And when you actually do share your feelings, you condemn yourself or you allow another person to condemn you to where you don't want to speak up anymore. Or you want to act like everything is all golden and green. Then you will constantly be in a cycle of codependence. You will constantly be, okay, well, let me make this person happy so that they won't leave and that everything can stay good. And that is at the expense of your own self-respect, your own self-esteem, your own love, your own sense of self. Like you lose yourself when you're trying to shun yourself or push yourself down for another person. And that's what I'm trying to convey here is that being a codependent is not easy, but every day when you make a slight decision and you go inward to do the work, because all work is done inner with outer, of course, effects. But once you do the inner work, like you talking, or if you feel like you never talk to somebody about how you feel because you're afraid you're going to lose them, then maybe you should open up to the person and then allow them the opportunity to do that. It's like a control mechanism for us. We think that if we can just keep everything under wraps and everything will be good, but it's not because obviously someone is compromised here and it's not them because they are constantly in a comfortable space based off of what we do. So yes, I conclude that I think that putting yourself in disappointing situations such as, um, so if you know a friend is always flaky and that bothers you and you've talked to this person before about it and there's been no change or no sorry expressed or anything like that, then why do you constantly put yourself in that disappointing situation? That person should not even be a factor when it comes to making plans. Absolutely not. I'm not saying be tit for tat. Um, so if they invite you out somewhere, then you do what they do to you because that's not even who you are. And at that point, it's just toxic. I'm saying that if someone constantly disappoints in an area and you constantly keep doing the same thing to allow them to feel like they're important enough to keep disappointing you, then that's on you. But how you take your power back as a recovering codependent, um, is to stop doing the thing that you know will disappoint you to stop giving this person importance in your life because they choose not to be an important person. They choose to be a disappointing person It's to stop doing those things that you know will cause some sort of grief you know, based off of what somebody else do or how you take it. You're not strong enough to take constant hurt and neglect. I know as the kids, we were very resilient and we were able to take that. And I even doubt that word resiliency when it comes to being a kid, because yes, you can be a resilient kid. You can bounce back, but are you really resilient? 
that can you say that you're resilient and you bounce back to normal? No, because you are struggling with these codependencies and abandonment things right now in your adulthood and you're trying to like heal them. So I can, we can hardly say that that's resilient. So as a kid, we can take a lot as we can take a lot, but as an adult with us, with the knowledge of knowing that, you know, there's some form of abandonment issues and there's some form of codependency issues, we can't take much. And we just become more borrowed in ourselves and not in a good way. It's like more borrowed to where you want to continuously hide what you're feeling, push that down to uphold somebody else and make sure that they're comfortable enough to not leave, which is not a form of self-love. It is a form of self-hatred. It's a pressing down of who you are. So yes, I think that when it comes to abandonment slash codependency issues, the best thing to do is to not put yourself in compromising situations. If this person is not proven to be the best in your life, then why continue to give yourself over to them is my question. But Yes, that is a quick one. I wanted to just come on very, very quick to just talk about that and kind of introduce the topic. I feel like there's so much to dissect here and I hope that I can dissect it further going forward in our podcast. But um, for now, I'll leave you with that. Just kind of like a thinking thing. There's really not much to it um, right now because I'm just kind of introducing the topic. But I do think that there's something of substance here that we need to explore further. I feel like a lot of things that I said in this podcast, we can break into like at least four episodes. But yes, that is all. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast i hope that you can come back for another one and again i want to thank you so much for the following that we're receiving here i just really am very very grateful and i hope that you can continue to come back all right we'll talk in the next one